With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Injecting over an hour of sound fluid into your precious ear holes. It's episode 27 of the Penthouse Basements podcast. It's a whirlwind episode with a number of crazy topics discussed, including DC go-go music, bad U.S. remakes of British TV shows, a quick round of Google feud, a Penthouse Basements Improv Club update, a post-mortem on the 2016 election, we reveal who wrote the State Farm jingle, and we also create our own Penthouse Basements Improv Comedy Music Festival. All this and more next on episode 27 of the Penthouse Basements Podcast. It's episode 27 of the Penthouse Basements Podcast. How is everybody doing? We got a four-man pod today. How are you? We're good. We're good. 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 Yeah, we're on Bert. <laughs> Everybody's doing good. Okay. First off, let's just say that uh, it's been a while, but we're back. Getting back on that horse, that podcasting horse, and we're going to ride them all the way into the SoundCloud sunset. That's right. <laughs> we are something than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so first off, let me just say that there are multiple ways to get in touch with the penthouse basements. There's Facebook. What would you do to find us on Facebook? To avoid the blues man. You would go to the penthouse basements. It's facebook.com slash the penthouse basements. All one word. Yes. Mm -hmm. Good job, Jeremy. And if I was going to go to Twitter, I would go to... Improv underscore PB, I think. Yes, we had to change it because we lost the password for the original Twitter, which was PB underscore improv. Why well, so, you, you just couldn't get your password sent to whatever email well, address you Well, it's a contrived story, which I will tell you now. Uh, <laughs> Nick uh, set up the Twitter uh-huh. um, with an email address that he no longer has access to. So whenever we clicked on the forgot password option, it would send the information to rectify the forgotten password to the email that he had no longer access to. So he used that email, and on that email account, he clicked forgot password, right? And then how did he get the the password for that email account? Well, they he tweeted it to his <laughs> <laughs> We'll like, send it to your Twitter. Damn it! He's about his Hotmail account, his old Hotmail account, I imagine. No, this is like the Verizon, Verizon. Oh, the, the one Verizon that no one, right. one yeah, ever yeah. was, like, like, couldn't be in the email oh. chain. <laughs> Nick, are you like 90? Come on, Verizon. I set this up on a wooden computer. <laughs> oh, so he, he canceled his Verizon account, so he could not even access uh, that, even if he knew the password. Yeah. There so, you go. 
We're like flash, detectives here. Detectives. Yeah. You get flash that. forward to now. Well, a little before now when I changed the Twitter handle to improv underscore PB, which is what it is now. So that's where you can go to check out our Twitter. And we have YouTube. You can go there and search for the penthouse basements. And there's an email address, which I sometimes forget to talk about, but sometimes do. The penthouse basements at gmail.com. Yes. So send us inquiries. You know, if you're a Nigerian prince that needs (laughs) bail money so we can have part of your fortune, we'd love to hear about it. All right. It's time for What's Up, Yo. Uh, Customary. The Clamoring Force segment. I remember a couple weeks ago, I was walking down the streets and a policeman stopped me and he said, when are you going to do another What's Up, Yo? (laughs) And I said, don't shoot. We'll do one next week. So here we are. What's up, yo? Pete, what's up, yo? Um, So I've been playing in this uh, go-go band for the past nine months. Mm. People not familiar with go-go. I'm not familiar. (laughs) Google DC go-go music. Um, You're making me do work, Pete. There's a street up here named after the godfather of go-go, Chuck Brown, Mm. a famous DC musician. And um, yeah, I mean, outside of DC, go-go's not known um there's like certain like weird pockets that has its popularity but outside it, it means it's like a dc type music thing so i've been playing this band for nine months um doing a lot of shows we had a show at the fire station mm. oh we love that place. after one of our shows <laughs> and we got to play a grand total of 15 minutes because yeah. the band before us played too long and there was a um a police officer and some type of county commissioner who was testing for decibel levels and kept attempting to shut down the show throughout the course of the because we were playing. Because now across the street from the fire station, there's apartments that didn't used to be there. So now that is considered like a residential area and there's like different, you know, did you guys keep going like almost above the car? Yeah, but he stopped us. I mean, he literally made the sound system guy turn down the sound system because it was, he had it like a decibel meter, and it was peaked at I don't know how many decibels. So first thing, this is not an actual fire station. This is a bar that <laughs> yeah. used to be a fire station, right? No, yeah. it's a real fire station. If there's a fire, fuck off. Yeah. We gotta hear some music. No, I was thinking the better, like they have the sound decibel level, so the fire trucks have to be like, <laughs> that's too loud. Pardon us, pardon us. I'm also still not clear on what go-go music is, because at least in the gay community, the word go-go is only used in the context of a relatively attractive young man dancing in underwear on top of a bar. Oh, I was on, right? yeah, I was town or any other the gay bars that you frequent. <laughs> You've heard go-go in D.C. You've pulled up to a, a young African-American driving a vehicle, and he's been playing go-go music, and you just you just don't know what it is. If you... The most popular song is The Butt, if you ever heard of that song. What, Doing what? The Butt? Yeah. That's, that's a, a DC Go-Go song? Yeah. That's, in fact, that's who we played with. We, at the fire station, we played with that band. That was mm. one of the bands we you were You played with The Butt at yeah. the fire station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they tried to shut us down. <laughs> Sounds like they needed some preparation. Yeah. <laughs> the Butt really let loose at the show. <laughs> It was so loud. <laughs> they had 
wasn't their one hit. They were like a one-hit wonder. No, they've been around for a long time. And that was like a really watered-down version. I mean, even that song's a pretty watered-down, like, pop version. The butt was very watery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, but then they out. let their creative juices flow uh, yeah, yeah, that, all uh, over. But uh, they, got, they got an outside producer from the record company to come in, and, and he treated them really just like an R&B group and gave them, like, sappy songs that really just didn't work with what they were doing. So it kind of, you know, destroyed, like, the momentum. But some groups, like uh, Rare Essence, they've been backup bands for for Ludacris. They Mm. went on tour with Ludacris as his, like, backup band and stuff. Starfest and the Furious franchise. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So some, like, bands, you know, some go-go groups have... uh, have done that, been like backing bands for other hip hop for other hip hop artists, but no. but we're trying to be the band that breaks out of the mold and mm. goes on tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers or the Roots or something. Like Not that. to be confused with the actual band name, the Go Go's, which has nothing right. to do with DZ Go Go. No, DZ no, Go Go. No. You see why? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vacation. I heard that. I bet Belinda Carlisle has never even stepped foot on U Street. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, so she went solo and did Walking on Sunshine. Oh, and also was that her? That was her. No, that was seeing the Sunshine Band. No, no, no. Ooh, Heaven is a yeah, place on Earth. That that is her. Her. Walking on Sunshine yeah. is uh, Katrina in the Wave. Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know why, but I conflate those two. You said KC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina and the Waves, KC and the Sunshine They no, have no, a no. similar flow. No, okay. KC, and, KC from KC and the Sunshine Band. He was the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chief, yeah. KC. <laughs> what? Kansas City. No, no, no. no. You're thinking KC. of, of um, Chief Crazy Horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lost. Everything you say is wrong. <laughs> so so go, go, you go. can find my go-go group on Facebook, uh, the Re-Up Go-Go Band. Mm-hmm. If you uh, put that in the Facebook search, and you should come to our pages. Your name's Re-Up. Re-Up. Re-Up Go-Go, yeah. What's, what instrument do you play? I play the bass, the bass, the bass guitar. <laughs> go, go, gadget and, bass. Uh, we have a, <laughs> a very large band. We have 11 players in the group. Now. Is that normal for a go-go band? We're, yeah, we're pretty big for even a go-go group because we, we also have a horn player, a trumpet player. Nice. That uh, just rejoined us. So, yeah, 11, 11 people strong, a very crowded stage. I literally have the size of my body to, like, move around with, like, usually. <laughs> we had one show, like, three weeks ago where we were missing two people. I'm like, oh, this is great. I have extra room on stage. Not the instruments? No, we had um, a keyboard player was missing, and, like, we have four uh, singers, kind of. So one of the singers was missing. So Under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. yeah. Would you say it sounds like hip-hop, or it sounds like jazz, or... Uh, it sounds like sounds like hip-hop. We have, like, a... Uh, like, the person who leads the group and kind of conducts the group is called the lead talker, and he raps. And uh, he... But he also sings, also. We have... In addition to that, we have a female singer and a male singer. So we have some songs that are, sound kind of almost, like... Like neo R and B, like what you would you know what you would hear, like Erica Badu or something like that. But we have other songs that sound like more like hip hop, but and it's heavy, it's heavy percussion, heavy percussion. And they can't call him the lead rapper if you're wondering, because then people would just come to him with their Christmas presents. Right, right. Like here, rap. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's a lead talker, <laughs> a, a rapper. That's they call it the second Mike, like the guy who raps. What if there's another guy named Mike in the group though? That's true. That's really <laughs> God help you. <laughs> and in our case, we have a female singer and a male singer, and the male singer also plays the cowbell. 
He's not so nice. He's got a fever. Yeah, he he does. We constantly joke about him. Like we call (laughs) him. We constantly po- post memes from that because, like, he like he plays the cowbell really aggressive and, like, literally he'll turn around and, like, right in my face and just. <laughs> he got cowbell elbow from one performance. Cowbell? Cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The re up. Re up go go. Yep. Check them out on Facebook and various. You, you post show info. Uh, yeah, we're playing May 12th. I'm not sure where. It might be this past Friday we played in um, Wheaton at the Wheaton Lounge. We might play there again. And I think we have a show in D.C. on H Street at Touche or La Touche, some club on H Street. <clears throat> this might yeah. be up before the 12th. I'm not yeah. sure how I want to stagger the episodes because we just released one. When it rains, it pours. It's the Penthouse Basements <laughs> podcast. Like a blocked urethra, it's the Penthouse Basements <laughs> podcast. Okay, Jeremy, what's up, yo? I think we have our new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Like a block to read though. Barry Manilow owns the right to that music. <laughs> Wait, does he actually? Yeah, he wrote that jingle. What? Really? Yes. That should be your what's up, yo. That's but that wasn't me. Barry <laughs> Manilow was here. <laughs> Um, wait, Dave wait, wrote that jingle? That? Dave wrote it. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Barry Manilow wrote that? He did. For State Farm? Or yes. was it like another song? No, he wrote it for them. He was doing jingles for a while. He wow. wrote a four-second okay. song and was like, what am I going to do with this? Wow. This is per- I'm out. It's done. <laughs> um, uh, stands up. So, I'm sorry. What's up, yo? So, for me, I did just move. And it was two blocks away. We have more space. And I have been trying to upgrade our closet. Mm -hmm. And it's it's bad. It's not fun. (laughs) I feel like the opposite of Tim Allen. I look at the wall and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to take this shelf and move it up. And I like dismantled like, F this shit. So you're the opposite. You feel like the opposite of Tim Allen. So very so funny. And actually, <laughs> actually good at construction. You know, maybe. So you have more space. Do you have room for an 11 piece go-go band? <laughs> yeah. I actually think we, I mean, uh, that'd be the only thing. We have. <laughs> right? Performing in Jeremy and Danny's living room. Unfortunately, you can't attend the concert because there's, no room, but um, I, I there's not really anything funny about it. Oh, just is it bigger, smaller? It's 200 square feet bigger. Wow, that's pretty significant. Yeah, especially when I mean 200 square feet. If you're moving from like suburbia to suburbia, you're like whatever. But when it's yeah, city to city, it's like that's like 33 percent. Yeah, and it was like 33 percent. 723 square feet to 922. Wow, for more money. For more money, yes. More money. If I was... could say the epic story of how our apartment complex was stupid. Ooh. Let me set the scene. Danny and I have a limited amount of time to turn in our lease Ooh. because we have to re up it and give them two months' notice. Re up! And let's see how many times I can use that. That's where they got the name from. <laughs> Some terrible landlord. Um, so it wasn't too bad because they said, We're going to raise your rent $60. Relatively minutiae, but we looked at areas around and we're like, Dude, mm. Avalon. There's like totally places that are better than here and they're the same or less. We brought it to them. They're like, all right, how about a $50 instead? And we're like, F this noise. We're looking at all these places. We went in like, there's so many great places. They're awesome. We did this on a weekend. We're like, we're going to wait till Tuesday because that's when prices drop on these sites. Big mistake. I'm not going to make that again. And all of the units, except for one, were like gone that we really wanted. It was $600 more. 
And then we were depressed, forlorn, like, I guess we'll just, like Eeyore, just, <laughs> I guess we'll just stay in our current apartment. 600 hours more a month? No, 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 no. This is if we moved to one of those other places. Mm. So we're like, well, it's not worth it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, so we were moping and we had not turned in that crucial form. Uh-huh. The last day that we had to turn it in before they'd get angry with us. I was sick that day. Danny, in her incessantness, still keeps checking sites. <laughs> and she's like, Jeremy, there's one up today on this one place. And it's for 2000 and it's 200 square feet bigger. So it was 40 bucks more than they were going to, or 50 bucks more. And she's like, let's go do it. I was like, okay. So I went over and signed stuff immediately. But that's not the end. There's an epilogue. That's the happy ending. And then it gets uh-huh. even more that happier. In addition to Danny's incessantness, she looks on. Does she listen to this podcast? Because that's not a flattering adjective. Incessant, she's persistent. There you go. That's uh, a nicer way to put it. Tenacious. We, lo- tenacious. we love you, Danny. We do love Danny. Um, she looked on the Avalon site to find our exact unit, and they were selling it for $200 less than what we were going to have. They were for $1,760. Wow. And we were like, are you kidding me? We just wanted it to be the same. And then you dropped it. So in a way, we're kind of like, in your stupid faces. Yeah. Yes. Suck it. <clears throat> yes. That was that extra 200 square feet to sell drugs or something, and you make it right <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Not even a lot of drugs. And, it was just and uh, how many crap. bedrooms is it? <laughs> it's one bedroom. One bedroom right. and a den. Oh. It, yeah, it's got a den, which is the... Additional 200 feet? Game room. No, oh. it's like a, it's like an eight by nine. Oh. I think yeah. the living room is bigger. The bathroom is weirdly big. Hmm. Bedroom's probably actually smaller, but I kind of like that. They call it a den because a bedroom is required by law to have a window. Oh, I think. And I thought it was too. If only we had a producer that knew these laws in the room. <laughs> <laughs> is a bedroom required to have a window? It is. In Virginia? Uh, yeah, in Virginia. It, oh, even yeah. in Virginia? Yes. Thank uh, you, producer uh, Jeff. <laughs> he knows everything. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what an. In- what? And yeah. And <laughs> Because oh, I have my, my janky other bedroom in Hagerstown, has a window, doesn't have a closet, and oh, it's it really, it just kind of connects to the bathroom, but it's labeled as well, a water closet. What do you mean it yeah. kind of connects? Uh, it was like, like when you go up, you go up the stairs, you make a right, and there's a proper bedroom. You go to the left, there's this open area, like that's classified as a bedroom, and the bathroom a little bit beyond that. So it's just an open... Yeah, yeah. But they're saying that's a bedroom. I'm like, and there's no door. There's no door there either. That see, I mean, I go right. There's a door. Can proper you put up a curtain and then call it a bedroom. I don't know what to do with it. Oh, an Asian screen, <laughs> or maybe just build a wall. And oh, do it with it. like cranes and like a lady. Or I could just make a giant bathroom and knock down that wall and just have wow. a huge have bathroom. The most epic potty ever. Yeah, no, I was, everywhere you can poop everywhere. <laughs> I was going to say you put up spray a wall. it down with a fire hose every three hours. <laughs> fine. You put up a wall and you enter and exit Kool Aid Man style. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, it's, it sounds cost-effective. Yeah, it does. <laughs> have you seen these apartments in D.C., and I haven't seen them anywhere else, where you have to walk through the closet to get to the bathroom? Yes. I think, actually, one of the places we looked at had that. And But I think you could enter from the... Um, wait. No, like, it was the only way yeah, that was, to get to the bathroom. That was, like, my old place in DuPont, and then a friend's apartment. Wait, and I'm like, you? why? Yeah, there was a closet. There was there was a sink. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I don't know whose idea that was, but it's crazy. 
If, uh, if, what if you really had to go? And you're like, you're yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you can't hold in the vomit, and oh, you're gonna wow. vomit, you could vomit all over your clothing. That's disgusting. <laughs> I guess you could just kind of put your hand, put your into mouth your under your shirt. Yeah, I guess it sounds could. awful. You must always carry a trash can with you. Under your shirt. No, it's right. <laughs> called my body. Are you smuggling a small keg into here? No, it's a trash can in case I bark. <laughs> and Jeremy looks like a uh, young Ron Howard with that T-shirt. That's true. So he's sitting here with his bushy orangish hair and his white T-shirt. Yeah, like, a, like a Happy Days uh, Ron Howard. Yeah. It looks like he's been pulling at the neck. Like, I got I to get this shot. I got to get this shot. Fonzie, Fonzie. All right. Well, I'm glad you finally moved. And is the important question... Improv. Where, if we come to your place to do improv, is there another common room, or will be will be able to go into the belly of the beast where you actually live? I think actually both. And in mm. fact, this also has a Zen garden. Ooh. Which, as far as I can tell, doesn't the mean you have to be quiet. <laughs> it's just it's just outside. <laughs> but it's like an it's like in a courtyard area with a rock, Ooh. like rocks, Sounds fancy nice. rocks. And so we could just scream outside in the middle of everyone's house. Do you have a pool up there? Ooh. There's a pool. Improv in the pool. Oh, yeah. Where can you improv? Can we pee in the pool? Is it Don't okay? pee in the pool. Pee in the pool. Notice, <laughs> pool. Notice how there's no pee. You can't pee in the pool. <laughs> Get the memo. Okay. Have you heard about the places that put a dye in there? So if you pee, it turns like blue to like That's a, oh, That's an urban I've myth. I've only heard that's of that's urban myth. myth. Oh, that's not true? No, that's an urban man. Oh. I haven't actually seen that, but I make sure to urinate in every pool I go to. <laughs> <laughs> to be sure. <laughs> I've confirmed. I think Snopes. I Snopes oh. it. It's an old wives' tale. Hmm. Um, all righty. That is awesome. I'm glad you now have a place to call your home. Yeah. Wait, I kind of did before. But well, now it's for real. Yeah, yeah. now you can Also renting for real. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's up, yo, for me? Just want to quickly recommend a um, British TV show that I uh, recently watched, a binge watched on Netflix called The Inbetweeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have, do, have you guys anybody heard of it? No, I would recommend. Yes. I would recommend. I would uh, recommend it. Highly recommend it. Very funny. I would describe it as an um, adult uh, Seinfeld or. What? No. Is that for adults? <laughs> no, no, no. What's more they all No, I'm saying it wrong. I'm saying it wrong. A high, a high school Seinfeld okay. where you could where you can swear. So <laughs> no, I get I guess I'm like adult meaning like adult themes. Like they didn't really like you couldn't really swear on network TV oh. at Seinfeld. So it's younger <laughs> actors but but coarser language. Yes. Like, you see a nutsack in an episode. What? Wow. No, I gotta see it. A real nutsack? Oh, it's like, a real it's nutsack. It's not CGI? A CGI well, nutsack? It might have been CGI. It might be a merkin. <laughs> why, why would you need a CGI a nutsack? <laughs> CGI is so expensive, too. Somebody's going to sit at a computer animating those pubes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh it was God. probably a stand-in nutsack. There's yeah, probably someone maybe, that's like maybe. does like stand-in nutsack work. It's a yeah. white guy standing in yeah. for black guys. Nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. That don't seem right. Uh, it's about a uh, a kid named Will who um, he went to like a swanky private school, but his dad left his mom, 
and apparently his dad was the one with all the money, so his mom and him had to move to another neighborhood, and he had to go to a public school, and he has to deal with that, and he's a bit of a loser, Mm. a bit of an outsider, and he bonds with these three other loser types that go to the high school and it's their misadventures is this the american one or the british one? this is the british one i watched mm. some clips of the american one and it like they keep like you can't get away with the raunchiness yeah. of the british like one of the reasons why the show is so awesome is because it's so raunchy like and it lasted is three- it awkward Oh, it can get awkward. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's why I can't watch it. Yeah, well, that's where <laughs> Seinfeld. That's British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's an ep- uh, there's an episode where somebody vomits on the little brother of their love interest. Wow. <laughs> and they show it. <laughs> so I would highly recommend the Inbetweeners. It's a <laughs> not sex and vomit. <laughs> It's a great show. It's on Netflix. I think it's also on Amazon. Sounds like that other British show that they did an American version of it. The name of the show is some reference to smoking weed. You know what show I'm talking about? They did an American version of it also. What the hell was it called? But it almost sounds exactly Golden like... No. It's <laughs> like papers or something. Some reference to like weed. I forget what it is though. But how you're describing it kind of sounds similar. No. Similar to that. And we're back! <laughs> no, um, well it seems like every... And I, I watched the top ten um, worst... American remakes of British shows. Uh-huh. And like the American Inbetweeners was on there. Uh, the American version of Skins. That's it. Skins. Skins. Okay. They, <laughs> wait. What's, is that a drug? Yeah, that, it's like with papers. Like Skins. Like that's what they call them. Like rolling papers. Like, oh, it's That's what yeah. the British people call them. Oh, get me some Skins and some tobacco. Uh, the American. Uh, they did like Absolutely Fabulous. And, um, oh, they did? Yeah. And um, there was an American Ab Fab? Yeah. Well, you never heard of it because it sucks so bad. Um, And um, absolutely fabulous. The IT crowd, also the American version. What is it? There's an American version. Yeah, it's Silicon Valley. (laughs) No, it it lasted like like they made multiple pilots, but like the latest one, Joel McHale was like the the dude. One of them. Uh, (laughs) Or Joel McHale. He can't catch a break. Yeah, he should have stayed on the suit. Huh. So what? What other British shows can we ruin that haven't been? Faulty Towers has that been? That actually has been, what? and that was on the list. And they had Tim Curry in the uh, um, American version. Yeah, in the John uh, Cleese role. Isn't he British? It, it, yeah. <laughs> it's really You're weird. Doing it wrong. <laughs> you know what would be terrible is an American version of Downton Abbey <laughs> set in pre-Civil War times. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be really terrible. <laughs> Yeah, we we just there's just something about British TV like they can get away with more and it like adds to the nuances and so whenever we try to bring it here it loses some of its charm. Yeah. So it's like they can drop f bombs but they can't say like bloody. Yeah. <laughs> like bloody. <gasps> yeah, it's weird. But yeah, the Inbetweeners. I would I highly recommend that show. It's awesome. Only I, the British version. Yeah, I butchered my explanation of it, obviously. Like I normally do. That's but... all right. I still don't understand what go-go music is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and finally, Dave. I didn't forget about you. Good. What's up, yo? Yes, what's up, yo? So next week, and by the time this airs, it'll probably be in previous weeks, I am hosting my office's talent show. Yeah. Right. Not talent show. I'm sorry. That was, that, was a, that was in December. That was a Christmas thing. This is the office's 
award show for excellence. The the Dave Johnston Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so it's my goal to take what has been in the past a drawn out and arguably boring show and making it quick and punchy and getting things done. So the opposite of this. Yes, I'm going to learn things from this podcast and I'm going to make sure never to repeat again. Right. Don't invite David. Like, it happens in our auditorium and the winners would be sitting in the audience and when they would announce somebody's name, that person would start to walk up to the stage and people would clap and they would take their statue and they would take a picture with the director and then people would reluctantly clap again as they walked away from the stage and it would take like 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to do things where it's we're taking cues from like high school graduations where we're like going to take blocks of people and move them right backstage. We're going to bring them on. We'll give you the award. We'll say a couple of things and then you're gone. And the GTFO. Next oh, yeah. yeah. Get the f- oh. <laughs> uh, and that is my strategy. Oh, nice. What so is this happening? Like five minutes. Yeah. Is someone's videotaping this? It's going to be, I think, less than an hour. It's going to be, I'm sure, broadcast live to our satellite offices, but I don't Ooh. know that it's going to be taped. It's an internal thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Did someone tape your last thing at uh, the last thing you hosted? Uh, I hosted a charity benefit concert, um, and I don't think anybody video recorded that. I really should, I guess, be putting up uh, some sort of video resume. Some yeah. Hype. Are you offering for, real. for a, a small fee? Yeah. A sizzle for a small, for a small for a fee, fee. Pete yeah. will film your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, whatever their thing is, I'll film it. Make it look good. Zip. <laughs> CGI that. Don't yeah, 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 yeah. I guess the and more important question is this government office that you work for, does Trump know that you're wasting taxpayer dollars with this frivolous award show? Uh, I don't think he's got time to worry about our little award show. This maintains employee morale, and it keeps us working efficiently for whatever administration happens to be in charge. In fact, it probably saves money. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's yeah. right. Can I do a quick aside? Yes, but let me get a zinger in. Has, he, has he hung up, has Trump hung, hung up signs in your office that say, the beatings will continue unless morale improves? <laughs> Not in my office. <laughs> they must have only done that for uh, certain offices around, but they're coming. They're coming to your. That's in Ryan's previous office. <laughs> oh, they're coming no matter what. All right. Okay, go ahead. This, is, this isn't as funny. I'll try to make it short. Unlike that time Dave and I talked about black holes. <laughs> Actually, unlike that and time science. I talked about black holes. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of black holes, Pete is available to film anyone in space. Um, <laughs> But um, at, for census, what they would do is you get your form on a certain day. But like two weeks before, they would send a letter saying, hey, you're getting a form in two weeks. And some people were like, what the F? Like, why are you sending out a letter about a form I'm going to get? People were like, rabble, 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 that's stupid, wasting money. It's like, actually, it saves money. Because mailing out a single thing that says you're getting a form costs like a nickel or I forget, probably 10 cents. If you don't respond... They have to send someone to your house to talk to you, which is like 50 bucks. So they just need one responder, one extra responder out of whatever that comes out to, like 5,000 people. Yeah. Saves money. So if Trump says that, you're like, eat a a D, Trump. What does the census fall under as far as Department of Commerce? Department of Commerce. It's like 
It's the census. The <laughs> yeah. Department of Commerce with old Wilbur Ross. That's who. Named destined to be a ninety-year-old man. That's who the head of the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I actually don't know much about him, but considering I know so much about other ones, he can't be that bad because you don't hear anything about him. So it's like he's probably all right. So yeah. he didn't roll out when Trump became president, or did no, feel? He, he's uh, the he's new guy. New. Oh, he's new. Yeah, oh, it was um, he, he may have worked previously at uh, is it Goldman Sachs. Yes. Really? I'm, I think everyone. Dream is five of the. Yeah, it's like either oil staff. or like finance people. He got to. It's like the mafia. It's like if Tony Soprano became president, he put everyone in, like all his friends, to all the positions and everything. I mean, he did get rid of insiders That's of the true. government. Yeah. yeah. Putting people like, I don't know, let's just blow up this bridge. Promises kept. Yeah. All right, so that's my thing. Awesome. Okay, so what's up, yo's in the books? Thanks, everybody. Next up, we'll do a quick Penthouse Basements update. Uh, just had a show. <gasps> the Pinch. Uh, the first Tuesday of every month, we had our May show Our seventh one how many fifth? we've done it since january so that's fifth well right? we missed one well we never since november we did november oh, wait, didn't right. do december yeah. january february march yeah april so yeah that was our sixth i think so is it truly next month gonna be our last it could be i haven't heard anything from Carlos or anyone else, as far as uh, <laughs> really like a message. <laughs> no, he just had some phlegm. This is a good time to re up, re up <gasps> our contract, and with Jeremy's excellent contract negotiation skills, <laughs> maybe you can finally get this to be a paid gig. You gotta get. Uh, wait, Dan. I have excellent skills. Dan, well, you, I, 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 I pushed this. Oh. I pushed. I pushed for this whole thing to be a paid thing. And now I think it's kind of hard to start charging people after. Don't charge people. Charge the bar. Say, well, we'll do this, but each of us gets a free drink or something. Oh. Who give us, like, thing is, if they're like, if they want... I'll, I'll have a actually, bald eagle head martini. <laughs> <laughs> Extra feathers. Jelani um, J- gives a free beer last time. Yeah. Well, you can beer I'm more of a whiskey man. That I have to pay for that, except when David allows us to bring in our rubber, 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 nothing, nothing. Well, well, Jelani always offered me a free drink because I shoot his video, so I'll, I'll give you the free drink he always offers me next time. He might have given me a free drink also. <clears throat> he gave us free beer. Did he really? Yeah, last time he said, "Please stay for the stand." Stand up. Yeah. Oh, well, we've been, <laughs> well, I didn't know that part. It's like cool free beer, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna leave. I'm oh, yeah, exactly. Tired. He, he didn't even say something. Yesterday about that he's like yeah we were bad about that I stayed but yeah because you got paid <laughs> <laughs> I made a whole five dollars yesterday <laughs> yeah the one time that we stayed the stand up was actually that was good really that, was, that good. was that was the best night I've seen there yeah. with the uh, they just need more people like uh, um people that have, maybe like Hetty, Hetty was there and she's always really good they just need. Two people that are like, you know, who are always going to be good for them always to be mm-hmm. there. Because when it's not, it was, because last night it was just too many not good comedians than like a decent comedian and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've always wondered uh-huh. what it would be like to do stand up. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. It's <laughs> horrible. I mean, it's definitely a lot more pressure than improv because yeah. everybody is sitting there watching you, waiting for you to be funny, mm-hmm. sort of challenging you to be funny. You don't have anybody else to play up on. Um, and if if you bomb, you just have to like either make a joke about how you just bombed or move on. 
and you only got five minutes to make an impression. Well, that's easy for you to say, Mr. Runner-Up to the Funniest <laughs> Fan. yeah. And I do have another gig coming up. I'm doing uh, the Pride show at JR's at the end of June. Oh, nice. Cool. But I have a friendly crowd. I mean, it's... Gay With bar. abs like that, of course you Boo! Yeah! <laughs> Jeremy lifted. If only you could see yeah. that, listeners. Jeremy lifted his shirt. Everyone fainted. Yeah. The oh, so perfect. The whiteness. Blind. Yeah. Whiter than his white T-shirt. <laughs> but it's yeah. like if we did, if we did, had a room full of improv comedians, mm-hmm. it would be easy to do five minutes of comedy about the art of improv. Yeah. Right. Okay, and that's so true. I can you, do. You know your audience already. Yeah. I can do five minutes of, of jokes about gay life and. And the audience will love it. And that's most of the crowd. Like, I'm gay. I get it. Yes. Yeah. I can relate to that. So we just have to talk about DC. It's probably the only universal thing you can do. DC stuff is great. Jokes about, you know, the metro and (laughs) life in this uh, quasi-political city and uh, things like that. Will you do a, a Trump bit? Uh, I suppose I could, but he's talked about a lot already. Everybody is doing Trump jokes. Yeah, all the late night comedians. True. Yeah, um, you're like whatever. We know it. It sucks. That's the reason why I stopped listening to NPR because like it's just depressing. It's just all Trump all the time. Yeah. Well, but part of it. No, it's gonna get too serious. No, we can edit. I can edit. You can edit. All right. Get. I was thinking that maybe we'll dip our toe into politics, and if it gets too crazy, I can just edit it out. Audacity. Actually, this is not necessarily politics. Mm-hmm. This is more about media and coverage. Yeah. Which politics? So I could see, like you said, people doing shows on late night, and it's always jokes about Trump, jokes, blah blah blah. So I feel like one of two things can happen. One, you keep hearing it, you become desensitized. So Trump could, like, murder a kitten on live TV, and you're like, yeah, that's Trump again. You don't even think about it. <laughs> he bit or, his head right off. Two, you have the opposite, where people are like, I'm sick of hearing about it, and maybe they wouldn't get desensitized to it if they kept hearing it. But it's like, I don't want to because I'm, I'm bored of it. But if I kept hearing about all these shitty things, I'd be like, wait, no, this is awful. Yes, David. People are saying that is one of the reasons why he may have won the election, because the news media... Who are these people? The, mo- the news media, uh, pundits. News media? The news, all the cows. They were saying, <laughs> the news media was all Trump, 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 Trump. Like he was on SNL, he was on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon ruffled his hair like, a, like they were best bros. And people became so desensitized to Trump and how horrible he is that he was able to get elected. People ignored it. So I've seen this on Facebook where people are like, this is not normal trying to, I think, break that desensitivity. Because in my head as well, I see some things on Facebook. I'm like, ugh. Like, again, I'm like, I really don't like what's going on. But what yeah, I don't like is... A thousand likes for a Disney World trip? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it seems like, at least for the 2000s, the most interesting, the more interesting, the more amusing candidate always seems to win. No matter um, their quality. It is like a high school popularity. George contest. W. Bush won over Al Bore <laughs> yeah. and over, was it John Kerry, John Kerry, who was also noted, you know, notoriously boring. He was the worst. And then Obama defeated John McCain, who was kind of older and slower. John um, He's got his frozen french fry uh, <laughs> money, though, to fall back on. John McCain has frozen French fry money? Well, he's from McCain French fry. No, I'm just... (laughs) That's a joke for the Pennsylvanians who are listening. (laughs) I get it! 
Mitt Romney was also seen as kind of dull, and, and in the past election, Trump was more interesting and more entertaining than Hillary. Yeah, and I think everyone w- wanted Trump not to win so much that they parsed things saying like, oh, Hillary Clinton has a built-in three-point advantage because of the ground game she has in all these states, and Trump doesn't have any. And, you know, a state like Wisconsin that, like, a Democrat hasn't lost in 50 years, they didn't count 50? Yeah, it's been a long time since, like, it was a, long time a Democrat lost Wisconsin. Because they even stopped polling at, like, one point because they're like, what's the point of, like, polling? Hillary Clinton's ahead by six or seven points. So that, I think they just underestimated what happened in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. First it's making a murderer, and now this. Wisconsin, <laughs> you are on my list. Uh, <laughs> one thing I will say. Shame on you. Interesting that we've uh, started to now, so far from the election, started to have this post-mortem on Hillary. A book just came out written by some of her staffers called Shattered. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet, but I read an interview with one of the writers about it, and it just talks about how dysfunctional her campaign was. And it starts with her speech that she gave right at the start. I think it was at um, the Statue of Liberty, maybe? Uh I can't remember where it was, but she gave this speech to say that she was running. And she didn't really give, like, a reason why she was running. She was just like, I'm throwing my hat in, and we're going to win, and blah, blah, blah. And it was, like, wasn't powerful like Obama's. And I don't know. It's weird because, like, some of it may be, like, hand-wringing. Like, yeah, she lost. This is why. I knew it was going to happen. But nobody – I don't think nobody really went into it thinking – this is a doomed campaign. They're just doing it now to sell the book. But I, I mean, I was a Bernie Sanders supporter, and oh. <laughs> so I'm still. I mean, I, I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. I voted for Jill Stein. I don't know why now, but I, I just you like best. it's all your fault. <laughs> Hillary Clinton won the state of Maryland. Don't worry. But I, yeah, I was just I was just so pissed off at what happened to Bernie Sanders, and pissed off at Bernie Sanders for. Wanting to bring a political revolution, but not having the balls to stand up at the DNC convention and say what really, you know, happened and how they coordinated against him. And that was like really just, and I think that's why, that's why Clinton lost Michigan, because all those Bernie Sanders supporters were like, I ain't voting for Hillary Clinton. Because like, you know, I, I felt the same way, so. Well, I mean, I would also say that Clinton is also seen as maybe the polar opposite of Trump, wherein... Trump is this new, even though he's not, he's this new, fresh-faced political firestorm coming in and cleaning house. Well, Clinton, Hillary, she's been around for how many decades? Her husband has been around yeah. for how many decades? And people are sick of seeing sick, her. Sick, sick of seeing the Clinton. Regardless of the fact that if Hillary Clinton would be president, you still would have Bill Clinton in the White House for another, like, how many years? <laughs> I think it was just Clinton fatigue, yeah, regardless yeah, of, like, what. Yeah. Hey there, sugar cookie. <laughs> You want to come ride on this stick? <laughs> I think it was, How about my penis? <laughs> I think it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg who said that the real symbol of America is not the bald eagle, but the pendulum. And that politics swings one way and yeah. inevitably swings back the other way. Yeah, because you're coming off a two-term president and, you, and it's rare for another party to have Very rare. that, you know... That third, that third term. Like, it's just enough of a term to get you pissed off of that party. Yeah, like yeah, that, exactly. Like, yeah. Sufficiently angry at everything. <laughs> I guess I want like a quick take. Do we have another uh, eight years of this, or is Trump one-term president? Oh, I don't think he's. Uh, I think if de- the Democrats win the midterms, he's going to uh, resign or be impeached. 
Well, I don't think Why it's going to make it. People don't like to throw out the I word I with him, even though there's so many things mounting, like his business stuff and like Ivanka's uh, uh, conflicts of interest with her stuff. And Dave, what do you think? One term, two terms? I uh, will reserve judgment uh, for that. I don't want to, you know, speculate about the future. But he's sure got a lot of investigations going on. Yeah. <laughs> what about flying cars? Will we have flying cars? I want you speculating about some type of future events. Uh, I believe in the future we will have genuine hoverboards and self-lacing <laughs> Nikes. Yes. Jeremy, what do you think about Trump? One term, two terms, what do you think? Uh, if, it, if he goes to two terms, he's probably going to be a dictator, just be here for life. <laughs> bar, Damn he's going to change his constitution like Erdogan. Whenever he says he's a turkey guy. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like it seems so... Well, I would say it seems so hard to get impeached, but then what Clinton got impeached for would seem like it was kind of silly stuff, and he's done stuff that I think is really terrible. Mm-hmm. And I, I, some of the things I think are really terrible that people don't think about, like conflicts of interest, yeah. even minutia, I have a huge issue with that because people do not realize the effect that just small things have on your decision making. This is at like a small level for boring shit in your everyday life, yeah. let alone a president with hands and everything. It's like that I think is, is huge and I have a huge problem with that. But I don't think that the vice president or president actually have to abide by some of these things mm-hmm. certain ethics things like they don't have to buy yeah, that, he, yeah he's basically saying if it's me. like not if it's not do I have to do it legally do I have to do it and they're like no but it looks good he's like I don't care how it looks I'm not doing it which is I mean it's I'll, I'll give them that if it's not against the law it's like okay you're right they should make it against the law which right, is not exactly. a thing yeah. I mean, I had to show my taxes when I bought a house. So if you become president, I think you should have to show your taxes. His next to. State of the Union, I think he's just going to take a dump on the Constitution <laughs> live on TV. I'm kind of confused. Like, why doesn't he want to – although, I don't know, the principle of the thing, like, I have to show it. I mean – He's probably not as rich not as, as – You think – I think it's – yeah, he's got such a thin skin. Like, he needs to any, be yeah, validated for everything. Okay, we're going on Trump right Well, now. no, no, this. it's okay because <laughs> – um, like, are we picking a new president? Is that what the next segue is? <laughs> this segue into something different? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I forget what I saw it on. It might have been John Oliver. But they talked about how Trump, he earns most of his money not through his, like, business dealings, but through, like, him licensing his yeah. name yeah. to put on, like, hotels and stuff. And he's, Makes like, sense. a huge fraud. Yeah. What's he going to do that with the wall when he builds the wall? He says, Trump wall. wall. Yeah. Unless like, it sucks, then it's a... He's going to sell advertising space. On the wall <laughs> oh, and uh, by the way, my opinion of uh, one term or two terms, he's going to be uh, less, less than one, but not because he's impeached, but because either Russia or North Korea are going to blow us up. Ooh, that would be interesting. North Korea... <laughs> Wait, is North Korea or South Korea the bad one? North Korea. North, North Korea. Korea. Okay, I was Do right. not see the watch yeah. mash. No, I mean, Come on. North Korea is <laughs> the watch mash. I feel like they couldn't launch like a Kleenex but out of the bathroom. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's, my North Cor- here's my North Korea theory though. Go on. They're messing up those missile fires on purpose. So they're like, oh, North Korea doesn't have like anything that could, just, you know. They're very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> They've been putting on that long con for like 50 years. Like, we need to really drive home that we suck. But I think Russia is more. I mean, there's a, isn't there a Russian submarine off the coast of like Delaware that's like 50 miles like off the coast of Delaware? Mm-hmm, that's like been there. We don't know much about the United States. <laughs> Delaware, most exciting city. We would take them over. <laughs> wow. 
This is so nice. <laughs> Look, a dogfish head brewery. <laughs> Why no vodka? Yeah. Well, actually, they, they do have vodka at the... They do? At the brewery in Milton. Oh. It will be our capital. Oh, look, we found it. Perfect. Handmade vodka. Better than Tito's. I can't believe. Where is Russian hero Yakov Smirnov? <laughs> and we're back! <laughs> All righty. Now, uh, it's time. We're going to do a uh, an episode of Google Feud. We'll do some quick Google Feud. Um... All right, we got this up here right now. For those who don't know, Google is full of hidden tools and games. But do not click any links today <laughs> if they ask, do you know this person has sent you a Google Doc attachment? Do not click it. Uh, God help you. There's Google Feud, which is similar to Family Feud, except it uses the most popular Google searches to complete the blank. There's Google Forms. There's Google Feud, which plays classics by Bach. There's Google Food, where you type in food into Google and it shoots it out of your disk drive. Ooh. Your disk drive? You still have disk drives? Did, you know, your disk drive. You don't? It's like, yo, you suck! <laughs> oh, disk. <laughs> Puts it out of disk drive. <laughs> which drive? Disk drive. Okay. Okay, we'll go through one round here of Google Feud. It's been a while. Okay, first up, culture. All right, how does Google auto-complete this query? Game show about blank. Jeremy, we'll start with you. Oh, my gosh. Game show about money? Money. Good answer. Is it? Well, maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see. Show me money. Shit. Game. Game show about blank. Cab. Like cash cab. Uh, like cab. Maybe they, they, they don't remember the, the name. Yeah. Cash cab. Uh, Game show about blank. Oh, I've seen these Japanese game shows. <laughs> They're actually fake. People thought they were real. We're like. A guy we get like jerked off by. A girl. <laughs> so I'm gonna say game show about jerking off. <laughs> jerking off. I don't know if they put jerking off. Yeah, in is, this, never... is this safe search Google feud? Or... No, because remember, I thought they the first time we did it, we, but we said like dicks or penis or something, and it and PJ was like, no, they don't do that. Algorithm. Well, penis no, but, is different than. But then it came up. Ding dong. There was. <laughs> the the store bought snack cake. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm doing jerking off. Okay. In the floor. Okay. Oh. <laughs> right. In the, okay. Here's the top. We didn't get any right here, uh, so we're off to a good start. Okay. Game show about. Here's the top ten. Lying, truth, video games, license plates. Lie Detector, Marriage, Video Games 90s, Music, Relationships, Grocery Shopping. What? Ah, I love that game. You think of Supermarket (laughs) Sweep? Supermarket Sweep is the greatest game show of all time, in my opinion. Okay, people. Is it a game show? It's just a show. show. What do you have? So you would answer questions about consumer products and you would earn time. In, in three different teams, and then at the at the end of the show, you would take that time and you would run through this supermarket stage, 
trying to get the most expensive things in your cart, and whoever had the most expensive oh. grocery bill at the end would win. And people would go for like the frozen turkeys and yes. the diapers and hams. Stuff. Yeah, we got all the hams. <laughs> it was so dumb. Back when hams were the most expensive thing in the grocery store. No. <laughs> is it also like those are not like wow, what a good play going for the hams? But I don't know, the weight might cost him. If he grinds his own coffee, he'll earn a hundred extra dollars. <laughs> Please tell me that's a thing. That was a thing. Wait, what? And you would find random stuffed animals throughout the store that would be worth a mysterious amount of extra cash. Yeah. Hmm. Very wow. funny. What station Very was fun show. I've only seen like it in reruns Lifetime on like something? TBS or Lifetime. Uh, yeah. Lifetime might have been... Probably on YouTube. Yeah, Lifetime was probably the original network that it was on in the 90s. Huh. Okay. Try Next again. one. How to raise blank. I'm going to say kids. X. Wow. How to raise blank, Jeremy. Chickens. <laughs> but that's a thing I'd search. Yeah. Chickens. Number five. Yeah! Everyone knows how to raise kids, but not chickens. Dave. Can we okay. it? could be children. <laughs> Oh, it could be children. Now, it could be different kinds of animals or yeah. plants, I suppose, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go bold and say, how to raise hell! Oh, yeah! yeah. 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 X. X. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! How to raise blank, Pete. Chinchillas. Really? Of all the animals? How do you spell that? C-H-I-N-C-H-I-L-A. You should autocorrect it, shouldn't it? It's right like here. Dogs or something would be chin C H I L L A S. And oh my god, attention's back. Okay. Cats, dogs. How to raise H D L. What? No idea what that is. High definition. Credit score. Money. Your credit score. Chickens, we say. Yeah. How to raise a boring girlfriend. What? An adult. Blood pressure. A puppy. Happiness. Puppy. In, happiness in Pokemon Sun. <laughs> Wait, what was the last one? Happiness in Pokemon Sun. So I guess what? there's a video game answer in all of these. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I'm seeing some survey bias. How to raise a boring girlfriend? What does that mean? Like, is your girlfriend too exciting? You're like, man, you're like too cool. Yeah, everyone's like go paying out, attention to you. And she's gonna go out and pick up another guy. She's so exciting, like her boring. Yeah, it's, it's still weird to use the word raise. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's your teenage daughter, and you want her to be a boring cute girlfriend for some future dude. <laughs> okay, next. How does Google autocomplete this query? George Blank. Now, these are names ones, okay. so it's easy. Okay, I'm gonna say George Foreman. Mm, okay. Number ten. All right, here we go. Here's our chance. Um, George W. Bush. W. I'm thinking it'd be W. Bush in that Bush. I don't know. Damn it! What? George Takei. Oh, how do you spell Takei? T-A-K-E-I-N-S. We might not have spelled it right. George Clinton. Ooh. Oh, Clinton. What? Bush, just Bush, which is bullshit. It should have counted. 
George Soros. Oh, yeah, political. George Michael. George Washington. George Clooney. George Carlin. George Lucas. George Strait. George Lopez. And George Foreman, which we got. Okay, so at this point, David and Jeremy are tied, (laughs) and this is proving exceedingly difficult. Don't worry, we can just edit this all out, but we're going to do the last one here. Okay. Questions. Should I pierce my blank? (laughs) Jeremy. Should I pierce my ear? Good answer. Good answer. Number one. Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. Should I pierce my blank? Belly button. Yeah. Like, why you would ask Google? B-L-Y. Like Google's gonna say, no, you should. Somebody else should. It's like X. No X? belly button. What? Only Hitler pierced his belly button. Septum. Mm. Good answer. S E P T U M. Correct. Number ten. Yeah. Ooh, someone else is on the board. His name's Pete. Um, I'm gonna put nose. I like that. Number two. Should I pierce my blank, Jeremy? Um, Corporate veil. All right, what what did we have so far? We got ears, nose, and septum. And not belly button. Not Not belly belly button, button. which was bullshit. I'm kind of wondering if the cartilage, maybe? What would you call this? Your ear. I've heard people say cartilage, cartilage went in reference to getting in. But, but have you allowed them to ask the audience? Say it on Google, though. Should I pierce... Oh, man, should I pierce my nipples? Good I'll answer. Try that. Good nipples answer. plural or one nipple? I mean, is it plural? I feel like if you're going to do one... Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes offset symmetry is cool. Yeah. I'm gonna put nipples. Okay, go with nipples. If it doesn't give it to me. Number five. Nipples. All right. (laughs) Should I pierce my blank? I'm confident about this. Should I pierce my lip? Good answer. Good answer. Yes, yes. X. (laughs) Bad answer. You're the only X so far. I have not gotten a single one. No, we got two X's. I got both of them. (laughs) Pete, should I pierce my blank? Clitoris. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, it's a legitimate question, but I don't think put clitoris on there. I don't know. No, I still say yeah, clitoris. It should. Clitoris. Someone is searching that. Oh, they're yeah, like, should yeah. I do it? But I feel like it's going to be an X. The answer is no. How do you spell that? <laughs> Where do you find that? C L I T O R I S R I S. I'm just a bad speller. That doesn't mean I'm a bad lover. X. Damn it. Let's see if the one that I was going to do eyebrow, was on maybe? here. No, I was going to say... Dong? What's your dong? I was going to say labia, but... No, that's okay, on. ears, nose, we got... Should I pierce my ears guy? Okay. <laughs> Tongue. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Own ears. <laughs> own nose. <laughs> own cartilage. Oh! Baby's yeah. ears. What? No! Yeah. I was going to pierce my baby's ears with a stickler. I know some people who have, like, <laughs> you know, like real young babies. I'm disturbed by how many people said, own this or own that. Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, to be clear, I'm not talking about piercing your ear or your nose, Google. <laughs> my own. Let's get this straight. <laughs> 
Do you have a friend who doesn't want any part of that? And you're like, you're going to pierce your ear. This is how you are. No, 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 my own. All right, that was a fun little diversion. What I want to do quickly now was the Fry Festival. Big controversy in the news right now. Uh, does anyone know was the specifics of Fire Festival? Fire? I thought it was Fire, fry fry, fry, fire well, Festival. Well, I got fry. <laughs> F-Y-R-E. It, fry-E? Free? I thought it was F-Y-R-E. Fire, like hip and cool. No, I think it's spelled F-Y-R-E, though. Not like fire. Yeah, that's the hip and cool. Like extreme. like Extreme. When it's just an X and they get rid of the E, it's like in that same vein of... So it's F-Y-R-E. Yeah, yeah. I think this okay. is the whole thing we should talk about. Is yes, <laughs> spell it. I know a little bit about the what it was. So it's basically uh, the headliners were Blink-182. Oh, yes, Ooh. classic band. Yes. And Ja Rule. Oh, um, he actually and, Yeah, I think he was supposed to play there. So it was basically like a bait and switch as far as like what they advertised. Like the commercial they had is like some fancy <laughs> nice resort, I think in the Bahamas somewhere, yep. wherever mm-hmm. that is. <clears throat> and people paid like um, up to five thousand dollars for like an, a, a suite, Ooh. but most of them were just like they call it Ertz? emergency emergency shelters. Yeah, like they said, like FEMA type <laughs> FEMA type FEMA shelters. Emergency shelters. We yeah. have these left over from Haiti, <laughs> and it was really and it was just yeah, it was a, 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 basically like a bait and switch. I don't you know. I mean, some people didn't pay that amount. Mm-hmm. Some people, I think the cheapest thing was like five hundred dollars. You could go there for five hundred, which was probably a decent deal. I mean, if you know, if everyone got the same amount of shitty service, <laughs> rather pay five hundred and five thousand. I saw an article talking about it, and they said it was basically a scam to get uh, rich millennials to like give up their money. <laughs> well, it's a scam, but the thing is, they're gonna get. Their butts sued so hard. Mm. There's already like a class action lawsuit for 100 million against Jabu and the other guy. Yeah, I feel like it was more that they're like, "We're gonna do this. It's gonna be awesome." And then they like didn't plan or do anything. Like, oh, it was like someone trying to do a late term paper, except you can't cram for this the day before. And it was like a week before, like, oh shit, we have like nothing ready. Unfortunately, they're being represented by Lionel Hutz, attorney at law. (laughs) I move for a bad court thing. You mean a mistrial? Yeah, that's why you're the judge and I'm the law talking guy. You mean the lawyer? Yeah. (laughs) I just remember seeing a photo in some article that I read about this of the saddest looking cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, when you say cheese sandwich, you're not saying grilled cheese. It's already a sandwich. Two slices of room temperature bread. One slice of unheated cheese, uh, open faced, I think it was. It's fancy. On top of a slice of lettuce for garnish. Yeah. Well, they had the garnish. It's like a styrofoam, like a styrofoam lunchroom container. Two hundred dollars. And did Blake one eighty two even play? Did they get a chance to play? No, I think they, they canceled the festival. Like, oh, they even... yeah, said the weather was bad too. They said that was part of like what. Damn. They also said like that was bad planning, like knowing this was like storm season, whatever, too, to have to have it during this time of the year was well. Everything was just horrible. That is horrible planning on their port part. However, the penthouse basements have been given <gasps> tasks. We are going to create an alternative festival Ooh. to the Fire Fry Festival. So I want to just go around. What would you? Where would we have our festival? 
Would it be the improv mecca because we're about improv, or would it be some other place? Well, what are our requirements, or is this just completely shooting it out there? Like, I could have wherever I want. Sure. I just, we're going to shoot it out, right out your black hole. Okay, so <laughs> if we want to have the biggest, baddest, most awesomest festival. Mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese. I'm sorry, is this a sorry. music festival or an improv festival? Um, we can do whatever we, do whatever we want. want. I kind of figured that's the thing. Maybe it's, we it's both. Everything. Okay. Maybe, all right, how about I'll think of just the location first and mm-hmm. we can add an idea. Yeah. The moon. <laughs> We're going to need to build some stuff, but talk about a destination. Be like, on the goddamn moon. Oh, I mean, I mean unless it's on Mars, I don't know how you talk that. I mean, the oh. weather might be nice. We'll have to it plan. It won't be windy. We Let's can just show. take some tarps and poles up there and set up some makeshift tents. You have to watch out for solar flares. Have now. some, like, yeah. fried cheese curds and fried <laughs> Oreos. Oh, God, that sounds great. Yeah. Just leave them outside to fry. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dave? Any ideas of where the Penthouse Basements Festival would be? You're going to need a lot of space. I think somewhere outside of St. Louis. Mm. That's right in the middle of the country. Mm. Um, and I recommend having one act to appeal to every different demographic. So you'll have Pete's Go-Go Band, of course. Yeah. Um, but you'll also have a pop star and a rock group and a country singer and uh, a basketball team, a football team, a baseball team, a <laughs> hockey team. Wow. Um, every, sort of, every sort of concert or live event that you can think of. There's going to be a boxing match. Concerts? There's good their football games. <laughs> yes. In between the musical acts, we'll, we'll have a little Chicago sp- Bears doing the Super Bowl. We'll have some stuff. sporting. Some sports. And we'll have what who will we have? We'll have Mandy Moore, Limp Biscuit, and Billy Ray Cyrus. Wait, so we're just having everyone from the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Mandy Moore is more two thousands than she, uh, she's an actress now. Yeah. She's good looking. She's too. on uh, her. Uh, this Is Us. Right. She's on. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dang, Pete, where will we have our festival? Well, I mean, one other thing before. Um, St. Louis, awesome, because that brings up the possibility of catering it with St. Louis barbecue. Mm. Yes. Uh, awesome. Have Carolina barbecue. All Texas the barbecue. barbecue yes. Korean barbecue. <laughs> Mongolian barbecue. God, this sounds good. Yeah. I like this festival. Pete, where would we have our uh, Penthouse Basements Music Improv Festival? Oh, so um, now it has a name. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. We're workshopping this on the fly. There's a spot in West Virginia that, because there's a giant like satellite looking out in space, you can't have cell phones or even microwaves in like a hundred mile radius. We would do it on that ground, so no one would have like you know cell phone access. So we couldn't be distracted by anything. So it would be somewhere in that that. That dead area of uh, West Virginia. Would be allowed to have a sound system? <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't have microwaves. Ever seen Deliverance, Pete? Uh, <laughs> that was in Louisiana. Uh-huh. Did they even have cell phones? <laughs> no, they didn't. It was in the 70s. But uh, thinking that the same thing could happen in that area of West Virginia. We'll get tens of thousands of people, get them drunk, <laughs> and make them bored. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? And we'll advertise it as escape from technology. Mm. So I can't it, play Clash of Clans. There you go. So you, people go there and be like, I just want to get away from technology. I'm going to the penthouse basements festival. Technology that's related to the internet because there'll still be speakers and other electronics. <laughs> right. well, it's they, a very long name of the festival. Yes, technology yeah. that ended in like 1980. That's a specification. So yeah. Yeah. It's the if new it's, Amish festival. Yes, yes. Bring your Betamax <laughs> recorder. And, <laughs> and we'll have... Um, the festival's going to start at 3 in the morning, mm. and Pork Chop Volcano is going to have to do a three-hour set 
to open up the show. We don't want any part of them. How about we tell them they're getting a set, but then when they come no, to they do have, it... they have to do three hours nonstop. You know, when they come to do it, we don't let them in. We're like, we don't know who you are. Are you the unfamiliar? Who is Porkchop Volcano? They're, our arch, they're like our Legion of Doom to our Justice League. <laughs> also, but I also think it's like the Dayton Xavier basketball rivalry in that I don't think they know that we're their rivals. So they, like, uh, what, they hold themselves out as DC's best short form improv troupe. Yes. And everyone knows we've taken that mantle. So. Yeah. That's right. Taking it implies we didn't have it to begin with. Um, that's true. Not. Maybe we didn't. Yeah, I don't think at first we had it. We definitely had it. So which WrestleMania is this? Uh, <laughs> Who has the belt? It's like we're the ultimate warrior in their yeah. Papa Shango. That's that's a, that's a deep cut for you wrestling marks out there. Oh, and there will also be wrestling at this. Yeah, it'll be like the really dangerous backyard wrestling yeah, where it's yeah, like people yeah. body slamming through like plywood and onto like uh, fluorescent lights and stuff. On the lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gold. I think that's gold. I think the best place to have it, though, um, so, someplace with a nice climate, so not DC because it gets hot and hot in the summer and cold um, in the winter. Um, springtime is like a nice general place to do, like time period wise. Um, I would like it to be near a beach, though, because. Being near a beach on the sand, that's a nice little, you know, area because you can watch us perform or whoever perform and then you can go sit on the beach and have a good time and you don't have to have fun at the festival is what I'm mm. saying. Like if you get burned out from seven hours of improv and you just want to sit by the beach, you can do that. Mm. Drink a bottle of wine. Yeah, why not? Dope a container. Do you know what the largest beach on the East Coast is? No. It wouldn't be one you would think of. Maryland. Tell me, tell close, me. Close. Delaware. Close. Uh, Jersey. No. The other way. Virginia's yep. Beach. Oh, Virginia Beach. Virginia yeah, Beach. It's the okay, largest beach. It was a trivia question a few weeks ago. We'll do it in Virginia Beach in the spring. Well, but, I mean, go on. I'm pro East Coast, but if we're really trying to get the most moderate temperature with the beach, San Diego. We want West, I was going to say, we yeah. want West Coast. Oh, yeah. The thing is, because then you could probably have it at any point in the year and be like, it's awesome. You could do that in D.C., but with a shorter time frame. Plus, you're talking about balls hot. Like, East Coast, it's going to be like, wow, it's humid, and I hate my life. Yeah, you're right. What about, like, Washington State on the coast well, of Washington State? Because mm-hmm. I think you want, like, we want it to be 75. Sunny, mm-hmm. right? But California's got so much oh. regulation and, and heavy taxes. How are you right. going to pay so for Katy Perry country. and Luke Bryan <laughs> and Bon Jovi and, and Gallagher, both and Gallagher, both Gallagher, <laughs> and the the Cleveland Browns? How are you going to pay for all this? And Wait, hold on. Money was no. We didn't get to that part. Well, we have are paying forty thousand dollars. Kickstarter, Kickstarter. We'll get a yeah, Kickstarter. We'll Although, when somebody sees our act, somebody will inevitably try. To come up with a kickstopper to make kick it so, that, so that we, we can't go on like Gallagher, he's not getting back into the line. Like, we gotta stop this. This just says re up 90 times. <laughs> just like our last show at the pinch, we will perform two improv games between each of these acts. Yeah. Yes, 50 straight. Thank you, Lady Gaga. <laughs> now, let's welcome back the Ben Yay! Yay!
volunteers here. Just mosh them up on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't her suit of live puppies really amazing? <laughs> anyway, we're going to do a game called Questions Only. <laughs> so, okay, this leads into um, our next topic, which would be uh, acts. Who would we want to be in the show, like I want, I want it to be like a variety. So like we'd have music, we could have comedy, sketch comedy, stuff like that. So workshops, we need workshops too. Yes, yeah, that's, how, how, that's like, how we make the money. How the to workshops. build a spice rack. Yes, things like that. We need some famous like wood shopsmen to come. And be like, <laughs> if we want everything, I don't know anything. Yes, wood shops like Ron Popeil. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> how to make beef jerky? <laughs> how to make beef jerky with a cheap thing for like five payments of ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. Last right. blow. All right. We need to get we need to get one of those bands that like never tours and then people are like whoa. So we got like Radiohead. Mm, we got Radiohead we there. Yeah, definitely. Well, we can't get them, but we need them. So Radiohead would be one. Um, maybe Paul McCartney and like Ringo come back and they team up and do the Beatles part two. I'm going to be controversial here. Fuck Paul McCartney. Ooh, we only want gross. Ringo. What? I mean, okay. As long as we get a Beatle. Yeah. If we get a Beatle, people are like Radiohead and a Beatle, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. I feel like it'd be like the rest of the show is literally dog shitting. And they're like, I don't care. I actually, I don't think I would care depending on how much it costs. Like, I could see both of them the same You're day. You're not going to get the young people with Radiohead <laughs> and one of the Beatles. Oh, that's like part of it. So keep it going. We need, we need more. You, well, you have to have like Selena Gomez. Ed Sheeran. That's true. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. I think Selena Gomez more. We probably need Justin Bieber. Yeah. The Biebs. I, I think he's on the way out. Like, I would say Sheeran is more popular than Biebs at this Sheeran? point. Would you say? Isn't he yes? like 35? He's not young. Age is, age is just a number, bro. Yeah. What we're saying, like, hmm. gingers are timeless. <laughs> you should, should know that. that. <laughs> you should know that, gingy. Um, yeah, so, Dave, what about you? Who? What acts oh. do you think we should have? Current hot acts. Uh, yes, because I know all of them. Well, just trying to think <laughs> of, like, every concert or, or live ticket event that you've ever been to and get one popular act from each of those. Green Louis C.K. Green Day would be great for rock. Flaming Louis C.K. would be great for a comedian. Mm -hmm. Garth or Brooks. Kevin Hart. Maybe. Garth Brooks would be fantastic for country. Yeah. We've already got Garth Brooks. Is he really is probably, he's the top. No, we get Chris Gaines. He's the top. <laughs> he's the top <laughs> of Faith Hill. Classic country. Faith Hill is not as popular as she used to be. The top mm. country act right now, I think, is Luke Bryan. Mm. If you've heard a song on the radio recently about trucks and... <laughs> And Isn't that all of the good stuff and, and barbecue and stains and shorts in America and even shine? Oh, I've learned. I had to ask. Jeff. I thought they were clearly <laughs> talking about the white cream inside of a ho ho <laughs> <laughs> or good stuff eatery. <laughs> oh, we also have delicious food venues, food trucks everywhere. We didn't even talk about that. Oh my god, we didn't get to that. But all right, so we got Radiohead, <laughs> Luke Bryan, Selena Gomez. Uh, Green Day. You want to get the young people excited? The return of One Direction. Yeah, this is the time they came back yeah. for yes. this festival. Yeah, and there'll be like uh, murmurs on social media, like, are they coming back? They're no, all, have a, they've all got tickets. Uh, uh, wherever this is gonna be, <laughs> so maybe they're getting back together. Maybe, and they'll like interview like one of them, and he'll be like, "Oh no, I'm just going as a fan. I'm not going to." Psych! And then you yeah. get up on stage and you're like, oh, yeah. 
Irish like, tears. Hey, that, that was a great uh, that was a great round of Irish drinking song. Now it's time to bring up some of my old friends. One Direction, you guys want to come up here? And they're like, no, no, no. And they're like, come on, guys. Harry's here too, and whoever left. <laughs> And they all get up. That was insane. And then their shirts come <laughs> off. That's right. <laughs> all right. Great ideas. Pete, who do you want to perform? Uh, David Blaine. Mm. Oh, yeah. he gets some magic. Some magic. Yeah, and I have an idea and for him. And he brings him. back Harry Houdini from the dead <laughs> to perform with him. And he makes Bon Jovi disappear. <laughs> <laughs> he could, like, he might not perform on the stage. Maybe he does his, like, shtick. And he just sort of roams the crowd doing uh-huh. his the card like, tricks, doing yeah, yeah, like, doing that yeah. stuff. Yeah, like that's a good idea. Like and Penn and Teller. Yeah, yeah, they could do. They could be their own awesome. No, they kind of hate each other. I don't think. Do they, they hate each other? Well, they'll be yeah. on the sides of the festival. They get a little beef with each other. Uh, so when some new groups, uh, churches. Oh, I do love churches. Uh, Chainsmokers. Yeah, I heard they're the Nickelback of uh, EDM. Uh, the Roots, oh, the, the Roots, roots yeah. Uh, Chris Rock, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Dimitri Martin, okay. I love him. Uh, His show was canceled too soon. And um, Dave Chappelle. No, I think we got Chris Rock. We don't need Dave Chappelle. We already had Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin Hart. Actually, Kevin Hart would be. That'd be huge. He wouldn't do our festival. He's in movies. None of these people would do our festival. <laughs> they would all do our festival. Well, the Tim is, Allen. We, Tim we Allen. tell them. I don't Tim think Allen. after we slam Tim Allen he's earlier, gonna be like, yeah, I listen to this podcast and they, they pissed me off for the last time. Single tear comes out. I, I like Last Man Standing. Have you seen that? Tim Allen. I don't know. No, I have. It's not bad. It's and not I wonder bad. why you like it. <laughs> it's it's kind of cute. It kind of reminds me of Dog with a Blog, but with some. <laughs> I think it's the same. In a good way no, it's like the same like soundstage. I think it sounds like the same. It looks the same. I mean, it looks like they do one on the same soundstage. Mm. Is there a dog? You never seen the... Dog with a Blog? Wishbone. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get Wishbone. There's an act we hadn't thought of. Yeah. For the kids. Yeah. Get Jordy LaForge. Get Lavar Burton to come on to Reading Rainbow. Ooh, <laughs> bring it back. They got the Kickstarter though. They don't need our help. It'd be like Wayne's World where they just booked it and hoped everyone. Yeah, so it will be like Fire Festival, only successful. <laughs> yeah, everybody's gonna come. Okay, well, what about food? That's what. I, okay, next topic. Quickly, we'll run through food. Okay, so pizza, we gotta have. We got. We invite every food truck in the country. And Bobby they get, Flay. They get um, uh, three square miles where all the food trucks can go and they set up for the festival. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is like half. We also have some famous people. Yeah, famous people. Like, you know, Yipey McBarkins. <laughs> that like Bobby Flay or Morato, Johnny English, Guy Fieri. They're going to Flavor Town. <laughs> He's actually just going from food truck to food truck for divers, dry ends, and dives that have just moved. They're like, oh my god, another good one! What the f? This is ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on food? Any last thoughts? Um, make sure there's enough of it <laughs> for people. Not just cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Not just cheese sandwiches. Do people have to pay for the food? Or does the festival cover everything? I mean, we're going to charge upwards of $5,000 a ticket. Okay, I think we can have the food. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we will throw in the food truck food for free. Or at least a nominal fee. Uh. 
Yeah, so pizza, yes. And we got to have vegan options of because, you know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, a lot of hippies. Any closing thoughts? Do you think this is going to be a successful festival? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Penthouse Basements Improv Comedy and Music Festival. Sports and sports. And sports, <laughs> right, sports. yes. We'll have, like, I don't know, Tom, Tom Brady run through and be like, hey, my good friends from One Direction, that was a great performance. Now I'd like to welcome up on the stage... Ja Rule, because we're going to have him come and do like a redemption tour type thing, and that'll help his image. Should we invite the president? Well, which, the one at the time? (laughs) (laughs) All righty, on that note, uh, this has been episode 27 of the Penthouse Basements podcast. Uh, I've been here with Jeremy, Dave, Pete. And this is your fearless host, David Lamison. Thanks for listening, and sayonara. Basements Podcast. I'm your fearless leader, David Lamison. I'm Pete, the farting man, Panocci. <laughs> I'm Jeremy, the redhead. I'm Dave, the gay one. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.